This podcast contains frank discussions about sex, kink, and BDSM. If you're a consenting adult who wants to learn more about these topics, then stay tuned. You're listening to Chief from kinkyevents.co.uk, helping you create the dom sub dynamic you've always fantasized about. Hello and welcome to another episode of Conversations with a Dom. Today, we're going to be taking two reader questions and answering them with myself, Chief and Wano. These are questions that have been submitted on a couple of our blog posts that we write. And so if you're into DGLG, want to know more about being a little in a Dom sub dynamic, then these questions might help you out. We're also going to be doing a kinky conundrum where I put Wano on the spot to test her kinky knowledge so stay tuned hello and welcome we are back with another episode hello moano hi how are you doing (laughs) good good Good. i was just bopping along to the intro to the intro music always makes me feel like i'm in like a 90s porn set but like classy kind of but nostalgic yeah if you are a music composer and you would like to rewrite our jingle slash theme tune, please do send one to I us. I like the jingle. It's I don't know. I'm not sure I want the brand to be associated with, with a 90s porn no, no, set. No, it's, it's not but 90s maybe that's porn your... set. No, it's, it's just, it's fun. You know what Any it reminds me of? It reminds me of Sonic, the video game. The one where they had the whole city and he's going around the city and you have to go into all the buildings and they have the little chaos creatures or whatever. But then there's all these, like, the soundtrack was a little bit like elevator music, but futuristic slash lo-fi slash dreamscape music. Right. Well, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm (laughs) sure someone out there does. All right. Let's get on with the first question. These are all anonymized, so I may change some of the wording, but these are either questions or comments we've had on the blog or have been emailed me directly at chief at kinkyevents.co.uk. So the question is, my wife and I have explored a DS relationship for many years now, and we've previously been more into a master-slave, master-princess type dynamic. However, recently she opened it up to me about things in her past, and we have agreed to shift our dynamic to something neither of us realized we enjoyed until now, and we want to transition more into a daddy-little dynamic. We've discussed likes, dislikes, limits, her personality types, and disciplines that she likes or consents to. However, this is both new to us. What advice could you give me on how to be a good daddy dom to take care of her the way she likes, but also effectively discipline her when she decides to be bratty? So, Mm. yeah. That's interesting. So they already had a little bit of a master-slave dynamic going on, and now they're shifting to more of the daddy dom little girl yeah it sounds like quite a long they don't say specifically how long they were in the ms dynamic but it sounds like it might have been years yeah that's it yeah because on the surface level not much has to change i feel like you've mentioned before how it doesn't really matter what activity you do it's the intent that you put behind it which is something that you discuss a lot in your book but i feel like this is one of those things like you could be doing the exact same activity and you could have it styled in more of an MS sort of way. And then you could change the change the feel, the, change the vibe slightly and make it more DDLG. Because I, I feel like Master Slave is, is less, mm, it, it has less of that like care component 
to it. Yeah, I'd say that's the difference. I mean, both both involve elements of discipline, but I would be probably, and again, when we say all this, we are being, we're talking about very, the sort of general definitions of what MS and DGLG are like. Obviously, you can make your dynamic whatever you want it to be. So just because we say you should do this or, you, should, you know, we're never going to tell you you should do this in DGLG. Yeah, D- DGLG, you say you've already discussed your likes and limits. So you kind of should know what is it about MS that you liked. So keep that. What is it about DGLG that you think you're missing in MS? We'll incorporate that and it will evolve like that. But I mean, for personally, for me, I would say MS traditionally has more stricter punishments more higher protocol, more strict rules. Mm. And so you might want to soften those if you're doing DGLG because DGLG is more about caregiving, uh, in some ways romantic, and you're, you, you're looking after that little. So the punishments would be less strict. The punishments would be more if she is doing something that is not good for her rather than in MS, she has done something that you don't like. Mm-hmm. And there's quite a distinct difference. You know, if you're the master and you want things done your way to please you, that is different to DGLG where the little might be doing something that you... That you don't mind, but you know that, that she... Yeah, it doesn't affect you, but... with that it causes her stress Yeah, like the classic one, staying up, staying up late. Yeah. She stays up late past, maybe you've got a rule that says at 11 o'clock you go to bed. Now in MS... You probably wouldn't have that because it doesn't necessarily affect you that much. Whereas for a little, you might know that they need that because it's good for them. So you're kind of shifting more to thinking about them in the dynamic a little bit. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I'm not a daddy, so (laughs) I don't really know how I would shift the master energy to a daddy energy. I think you can kind of see it as a little bit less to totalitarian a little bit more authoritarian in a sense i guess yeah i don't know what what is the other component to that question though because they're about her what does it say at the end of the question i can't see that uh effectively discipline her when she decides to be right bratty uh what she likes to do which she likes to do try to do and trick me to get out of her discipline and win the situation so it's more of a teenager, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit of brattiness comes in. Mm. But the thing, what, I, what I'm not understanding is if they're in an MS and it was a proper MS, they wouldn't be bratty. They would be very well trained, trained. and disciplined, which mean, may imply that perhaps you weren't really in an MS or, you, or your definition of MS is not our definition. Yeah, but also maybe after they've had that talk, there's a little bit more of a playful and they're wanting to bring in some of that play into it. You know, she's wanting to kind of have a little bit more chance to step out of line and then be pulled back into mm-hmm. line in a playful manner. But he's, I think see, he's saying she already does that, implying she did. She has done that when they're in MS. Okay. I don't know. Then. So I don't know. Yeah. Again, these are labels, right? These are labels. Ultimately, don't get hung up on it. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you like. <laughs> Ask her what she likes. Yes, if she's going to be bratty, then yes, you have to bring back the discipline. But you were presumably doing discipline in the MS relationship yeah. anyway. So just bring some of that back, but I, in a more playful way. I think there are certain ways that you could 
define MS and DDLG differently in terms of how discipline is given out? In DDLG, perhaps you want to implement something like a rewards chart, a sticker chart, or something like, a, I don't know if you had this thing in primary school where you have different colored flags for the day. And if you do something naughty, maybe you go from a green flag to a yellow flag and you... How many yellow flags did you get at primary school? A couple, not very many. But <laughs> what the, happens the, when you get... From, oh, the I've whole thing was... This flag system. What the, happens? Well, no, no. The, it was... It was fine until you got to a red flag. What happens when you get a red flag? I don't recall. I think either you had like a talking to with the teacher and I think your parents got involved if you had a red mm. flag. Like they'd talk, they'd talk to your parents. If it was a yellow flag, they'd just like warn you. If you started acting up in, like, in art class, if you start throwing, I don't know, the glue bottle around, they're going to be like, hey, watch That's it. That's oddly specific example. <laughs> no, did you throw a glue bottle around I did not. I had, a, I had a... a a desk mate he, he ate glue it was so gross that he constantly picked his nose and his nostrils are massive because of it he had such big nostrils <laughs> is that how it works I, sure. I think so i'm not sure he was picking his if nose that was true your so often hole would be and very big <laughs> noses and assholes are not the same thing true <laughs> anyway. one is a sphincter and a muscle the other is not so yeah i think right. he really stretched out his nostrils though from eating all of his boogers anyway Can you imagine he got he got lots of yellow cards and i was always annoyed mm. and huffing disrupting you all yeah yeah he abilities. was disrupting my my art time okay so yes anyway, flag system i like that i'm going to pull in one of our community members from the discord server without naming names i it sounds like they have quite a good system. This member seems to be very at ease with the label of a brat. And they have a clicker, like one of them, um, you know, like a, I don't know. A counter like or a, a count- dog training clicker? No, a counter. And literally every time she acts up, she has to add a click to the clicker. Mm-hmm. And her master doesn't tell her what the punishment is going to be and sometimes you know it can go like a week or a month but whatever that number is on the clicker is what's going to happen it's going to have some effect on the discipline like okay. 27 clicks might be 27 spanks or 27 that's a lot of acting up 27 she seems to act up on purpose i don't know so in an hour 27 <laughs> clicks an hour not in an hour if you I can say beat that. the record <laughs> of 27 clicks an hour but it's it's a nice way to track behavior, and then you know that something that something's going to happen. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. So if you're a brat, the star charts. I like the idea of star. Charts. A star chart is for rewards, though. But a clicker is for punishment. You can put black marks on the star. You or can remove a star. Yeah, remove a star. We do. We do actually have. I think I did put some examples of punishments for littles. I certainly put. I have an article called something like 51 Activities for Littles. I think there are either some punishments in there, but I do have a whole article on punishments, and I'm pretty sure there's a section in there There for littles littles as well. So if you want to go and find that at kinkyevents.co.uk, go to the guide slash article sections of the site or just search for punishments, and it should be the top article there. So I think that's all the info we have for you. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Good luck. Yeah. Again, you know, come and discuss some of this. Come and ask these questions to our community members because they may be more in this situation than, than we are and have better ideas than us. So, yeah. We like we always really say, we don't know everything. Do the master-slave thing so much. Yeah, we, we do. We do kind of service-oriented 
adapted stuff, but it's not high protocol. No, if it's if it's more like 1950s. We tried to do a high protocol, and you thought it was hilarious. You thought it was funny. It's we haven't really. Funny. I haven't really figured well <laughs> why it went wrong. I was re- I I spent. I didn't spend a long time planning oh, it, but no. I I'd um I'd like rearranged the room. I'd got all the collars ready. I'd what else have I done? I got it to like blindfold and yeah. kneel down, but it just didn't. It didn't click. And I think it's funny because I didn't take my own advice, which is don't try to be something that don't you're not. try and yeah, don't try and make something that's not your personality. But I wanted something higher protocol, and I wanted a ceremony, not a coloring ceremony, but I wanted it to be more ritualistic because I believe a lot in the psychological power of DS, and I wanted. I wanted the environment and the atmosphere to be fun, but also quite to, to create the atmosphere using using everything. And it, it just it just didn't come off. I was giggling a lot, and I didn't mean to giggle. I was really trying to hold back. Yeah, it just I think it was just work. the rit- can, ritual can work, but I think it's something that you both have to be on board and in the right headspace to do. Mm. And because I hadn't had time for me to enter into my own sort of like more service headspace, I was going straight from baseline. So trying to all of a sudden get into this like ritual oh, we component. Did cooking first and Yeah, but that's different. I don't know. Yeah. It's It's tricky guys. And it also but this is the thing, it doesn't always work, right? No. So it we tried it out, it didn't quite work. We discuss it and then we go again. So I think the important thing is that you're both progressing together in your dynamic. If someone is, if if it's an imbalanced partnership in that one person is super heavy into the kink, super heavy into this style, and they're wanting it to explore into the relationship, and the other person isn't as invested, it's maybe they're maybe they're interested, but like as a casual sort of thing. But if they're not as invested, then of course it's going to feel a little bit off. Mm. Which brings mm. us nicely onto question two, mm. which I will read out after our new segment, which I just thought about the other day, called Kinky Conundrums. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, we need to record that as a jingle. So again, if you have a master's degree in... <laughs> master's? In, yeah, we need, we need <laughs> ma- well, play on words, master's. No? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I, yeah. Cool. If you have a, <laughs> if you are a master of sound... Mm. Please cut that out of the podcast and make it into a jingle and send it to us. Right, kinky conundrums. I'm going to pose a question to Moano and you're going to say true or false or give me some info and then we're going to explain it. So it's going to be educational and hopefully fun. Okay. A lot of pressure. There is a theory that, and it's been made even more popular by TikTok, even though it was around before them, that if someone is displaying an upside down pineapple, it means they are into swinging. Is this true or false, do you believe? I'm going to sidestep the answer. No, that, that's <laughs> not how it works. Okay, let me let me just work out my answer. Okay. Because I know that there's a thing with pampas grass. <laughs> what? Okay, explain that. I don't know this one. Do you not? What the... Tell me. So, I don't even know what pampas grass is. It's, it's very trendy now. It's had a resurgence it's with the whole like early 2000s thing going on. Anyways, pampas grass is these big fronds of decorative uh, uh, grass okay. that dry really well and that have a very feathery top. Oh, I and think I know. 
back in the whenever 70s you know like when when swinging came to about a lot along mm-hmm. with the like free love and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. uh, and suburbia it comes along with suburbia there is this urban legend that pe- that swingers would have pampas grass outside their their houses to like signify to all the other swingers in suburbia yeah that they were into swinging interesting and so okay. then when you have like little parties going on and you're looking at over at the joneses and you see that they have a couple of cars in front and you're like oh what are they doing a little like party that we're not invited to and maybe they have pampas grass in front of their house and maybe they're actually swingers yes and they're inviting they're having a nice little like swinging party okay okay so and is it true i mean does there's some there's I don't know. There is some validity to it. I think okay, okay. someone would have to fact check. Well, that. you're you, you're you're getting so, warmer with yeah, this. yeah. So the upside down pineapple thing, if it as like a plant signifying swinging, I can see that being plausible mm, mm. as a MythBusters take. Yes. However, I also I'm going to look at it from a culinary point of view and a very common like home cook knowledge that says that if you turn a pineapple upside down it sweetens the pineapple it brings the the flavor of the pineapple throughout the whole pineapple wow. it disperses the Is sweetness yeah so or maybe i don't know so the, but what, it's, the juice but runs it's, down to the bottom from the core yeah 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 it it, it because the the, all the sugar kind of concentrates towards the bottom okay. of the pineapple. This sounds very... I, I, I'm not sure about the sounds of this. Anyway. anyway. Anyway, but it is it is common for mothers to flip their pineapples upside down when they've bought them in their house okay. in order to ripen the pineapple more evenly. Okay, so this might be where it comes because people on TikTok are yeah. going around supermarkets and <laughs> spotting people with upside down pineapples in their shopping carts and thinking they're into swinging. And there was in their shopping carts. In their shopping cart, yes. Yeah, because that's what you're going to go. You're going to go to your well, this local is the room. shop, exactly, exactly. And you're going to turn their pineapple upside down in your car and just hope that Mister Smith, exactly. from down the exactly. road. But there was sees also there's also some very funny anecdotes of a. I saw some. I think it was either on Twitter or or top where a couple had bought. Uh, the guy was wearing pineapple board shorts, like literally pineapples all over them, and the woman had a pineapple bikini. And they had no idea that there was an association with swingers. And they said that people were being awfully friendly to them. <laughs> so, I, so anyway, yeah. let me give you. So false. We think it's false. But there is a, re- there is a reason. There is, a, there is logic behind it. So swinging apparently came about in World War II in the yeah. US. Because there was a high fatality rate amongst airmen. So there was, all, there was very close bonds between the airmen and their wives for just compatriotism when everyone went away. Mm-hmm. And sharing spouses made the, the group feel closer and more cohesive. Like Top Gun. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, and it, would, it helped ensure that the widows would be taken care of emotionally and sexually in the event that their husbands did not come home. Yeah, Okay. So this I was from this was from an article that I found online. And then Which after, means it's after true. the war, it just... Well, exactly, it may not be true. I'm just, you know, yeah, yeah. Google it I yourself. Can, I, can, I can see... So after this... The of course, then the sixties came about, so it just kind of continued. But the pineapple, that was a little detour in swinging. But the pineapple thing, because there was nothing about pineapples there, was actually because up until the fifteenth century, pineapples were, were rare. Mm-hmm. They weren't around. They were only really in, they were unknown to the Western world. And they yeah. were more in America and South America. 
So the rumor is that it was only when someone like Columbus went over to South America and discovered that they had this fruit called pineapples and they really enjoyed them. So they would bring them back. To royalty. They'd bring them back, yeah. So yeah. the pineapple is a symbol of of like of elegance and decadence yeah. and royalty because you couldn't have one if they were so exotic. You had to be super rich. Yeah, or you had to know someone who's a traveler. I remember. So, Sorry. <laughs> so again, it just doesn't get to the swinging yeah, bit okay. yet. But what pe- the locals used to do apparently was put pineapples outside their door, which would indicate they were friendly to foreigners visiting. So when the mm. when these people would come over to South America, they would put these pineapples outside the door, which means they were open to hosting guests and having them think. So therefore... When, when was this? Uh, 15th century, it says. No. Well, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> no okay, one was friendly this is to from, any foreigners in the 15th century. This is from atlasobscura.com. So you can go and have, have uh, a look at this it. This is, this is totally... The, his- the modern hidden history of the housewarming pineapple, this article is called. Anyway... So, so pineapples equate hospitality and um, from Caribbean trips. According to the World Encyclopedia of Fields, imperial travelers who went to these remote <laughs> islands discovered that natives who hung the fruit in front of their entrances were welcoming to strangers. So, has it got uh, anything to do with swingers? Uh, no, but swingers, some, because it, it's one of those myths that has perpetuated and therefore become reality so yes you will find some swingers putting pineapples on the doors as a sort of in joke okay <laughs> i don't believe any of it i don't believe that there's some you know that anyone was welcoming any of these imperial colonialists to their front door with pineapples okay, so if <laughs> but... you are a history teacher if you have a master's in history <laughs> Do tell us that this is absolute bullshit. It's bullshit. Um, but don't blame me because I'm just reading it out from atlasobscura.com. So yeah, they are the liars, yeah. not me. <laughs> anyway, that was Kinky Conundrum. So if you see someone wearing pineapples on holiday, you've got a 50-50 chance <laughs> that they are swingers. Don't blame us if you go and talk to them. And yeah, maybe just don't ask. Yeah, them just convenient right. that, you know, pineapples but also I am going, just I'm, associate, you I'm know, going with on holiday summer and we are and... going to, to a place that is renowned for swingers. So I might just buy, I might <laughs> go and buy a cheap pair of pineapple board shorts and see what happens. And I'll test it and I'll tell you when we come Well, back. but then we're skewing the odds, aren't we? Because we're sp- deliberately going to a swingers place, knowing that it's a swingers place. Everyone else knows it's a swinging place. So okay, it's going we'll do something to, different. You know, we'll count the number of pineapples we see. On our holiday. Yes. Yes. Okay. And we will, we'll do a little survey of the local <laughs> population to see. Okay. Well, that was the new segment, okay. King of Conundrums. I hope you liked it. Bit of history for you there. Every day is a school day with us. See, that's why you listen to this, isn't it? To learn about, <laughs> car- you know how to make your pineapple sweeter now by turning them upside down, apparently, yeah. which this is the bit I don't believe. <laughs> I've left the other stuff. No, it, it makes sense. If you think about how like a fruit grows. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway. It's not a bottle of orange juice or a Ribena <laughs> that you need to shake up before. No, it doesn't make any sense at all because a pineapple is the same <laughs> whichever way you turn it's it It's not, up. though, because the top is greener than the bottom. The Just bottom eat is it like from the bottom, Yellow then. and... Well, anyway. Just eat it from the bottom rather than turning it up upside down. Eat the sweet bit I'll say that bottom. I have... I not. I mean, I've been allergic to pineapple for a while, but before when I was not allergic to pineapple and if I was doing grocery shopping with my mom... You do turn pineapples upside down in your cart because then it's it's less Did likely you get any to. Weird looks? It's less. <laughs> Did people look? No, it's less likely and to, that's how to, your mom met your to poke you when you're like putting things in your cart or okay. whatever because they're quite. There we go. Spines. There are practical reasons. You're right. When you put it in, 
it makes sense to hold it at the bottom and put it in. Yeah. Right, let's get off the subject okay. of pineapple. But it also does take taste may semen taste better. And that is, I that believe, is scientifically fact. <laughs> I think. So if you've taken nothing else from this, pineapples are good. And for even your though sex I'm life. allergic to pineapple, um It's not transmissible. It's not transmissible for me. Yes. Through semen, but yes. that is actually nuts. Not true for nuts, exactly. Selenium nuts, not selenium nuts. Brazilian. Brazil nuts, in particular, you can. Yeah. If you have an allergy to nuts, you can. Someone can eat them, yeah. and then it, through intercourse, you can actually get the other person to have yeah. an allergic reaction. The proteins in, I mean, apart from people being allergic to the actual protein of sperm specifically, there oh, are God, sperm allergies. But you can also, if you have a very severe allergy to proteins in legumes such as nuts or soy that is something that can be transmitted through your partner's semen mm. so yeah there we go there you go we should do it we should change this to a, a sexy facts <laughs> no we shouldn't no one okay. wants no one right. wants our sexy facts on with the second question this was left on one of my post, most popular articles which is dom sub relationships the ultimate guide for beginners mm. This is probably the one people land on the most. So let's see the question. I have been with my boyfriend for years now. I am a sub. I have known that for a while. I tried introducing him into BDSM slash DS, but it's hard to when he doesn't really show so much interest, but he does as well, if that makes sense. So I guess he's showing a bit of interest, but not too keen on it. I've tried many ways, but he still doesn't get it. I'm also a little and I kind of feel left out but I do love him. What should I do? He knows I'm a little. He knows I'm a sub. He finds it cute when I freak out over stuffed animals, though. I was talking to him in public, walking through a mall, mall about BDSM, and he got embarrassed and mad, which kind of hurt because that's the lifestyle I really I really want, and I know vanilla isn't for me. It doesn't mm. get me off. Mm. What do I do? Yeah, it's challenging. Yeah, you're right. It does segue the idea of people with mismatched kinky desires. Mm. Sometimes it just happens. I think there is it is possible to find compromise in those moments, especially if you can have a conversation with your partner and ask them to fill out a sex menu and be like, I think that this is something that could help us with our connection if we both know what we desire in our sexual relationship and outside the bedroom as well. Would you be open to filling out this sex menu so that we can you know so we could become closer together i think that's a good way of mm. introducing the and subject. find the commonalities yeah so and you'll have you, some stuff you don't and, like yeah you, then you just focus on the on the commonalities and yeah. you leave the stuff that you know doesn't interest a partner i also think that it's possible to help develop your partner's interest into kink in a way that is healthy and not like pushy uh, when you show interest and it turns you on usually that does encourage your partner to pursue that because if they want to have that you know connection with you and they like seeing you turned on so you explaining why or like what it does to you or like how you how sexy you feel when you're thinking about this specific mm. scenario I think there are ways that yeah, you can explain your motivations yeah. as to why you want it and that yeah. can help. Yeah, there are ways to have these conversations that don't feel like you're trying to get someone into this without their, you know, without their full sort of participation. It's kind of like if you were wanting to play a board game or something with your partner and it's a 
game that you really love and maybe they've never played it and they're not it's so like interested. It's that game called Yahtzee. <laughs> no, no, no. I, it's like, <laughs> Mono has been trying to get me to play Yahtzee for months. For months. <laughs> this is why this has come up and I finally agreed yesterday and, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. But it's something that, <laughs> like you have to come into. I was just seeing it as, a, as an example though because if you push, then oftentimes people are less keen to mm. to explore that. You, so it has to be the right moment. And what's in it for them? Yeah, exactly. What's in it for exactly. Them? Both do a sex menu, but even then you might find it difficult to get him to fill out the sex menu because he may just be like, why Why should I bother? So I think, as Mano said, start by explaining what is it about it that you like? What do you want out of it? Because then if he's a good partner for you, he, he may want to help you achieve that. And so if you just say, I want you to spank me, versus, hey, it really turns me on because I feel disciplined and that's something when my life's quite chaotic and I feel a bit anxious. So when I get disciplined, it, it helps me feel grounded. And I really like that. If you explain it like that, then he might say, okay, so yeah, I'm not really in spanking, but what if I gave you some instructions like once a day? Do, would that have the same effect and you might mm -hmm. go yeah actually that might help me feel grounded as well and so that's how you negotiate and come to a compromise yeah but yeah you might you might just not be into if someone's not kinky at all we do have a few members of the community discord community who have that exact situation and sometimes they get divorced sometimes they agree to open up their relationship and so they can go and get their ds needs met from a professional but maybe maybe it doesn't even include sex it's just spanking or or something that's um you know you have limits on doing it that way so maybe they can go to play parties yeah with the play parties. agreement that there's no actual you know exchange of i don't know that i think there's ways to compromise in those yeah, situations you could put a pineapple outside your front door <laughs> in um, but to move on to another part of that question, the bringing it up in a mall and trying to have that sort of discussion, I can see where how that could ha come about that you see something that reminds you of BDSM or kink and you very excitedly start talking to your partner and perhaps there are too many people around and that's going to shut them down because they're like, whoa, this isn't a sort of conversation that I want to have. What, you know, it's either not the right time or there are people around and maybe there are families around and maybe you're, you know, maybe you can get a little bit too mm. excited and you're not paying attention to your surroundings. And sometimes surroundings are not conducive to these sorts of conversations. I do think going on a walk to have this sort of conversation is a good idea. We've talked about this in a previous podcast um, a while ago, how if you are both walking in the a, a same direction, it's easier to have conversations that are progressive because it's some psychological like quirk that as you're moving your mm. mind is more open to new information yeah um, we have a couple of articles on communication as well on kinkyevents.co.uk so go on there and, and search for those yeah it has those tips but for me yeah you might he might have been embarrassed you, he might have been worried that you've been overheard the same thing happened when we went i, I don't know if bell will my i'm gonna say it bell when i went to Meet her, we went into a library, a bookshop, sorry, and I picked up a book on sex and that she wouldn't be seen with me and she went and stood, 
she hid at the totally other end. Well, is she opened up a Bible? <laughs> she went to read the Bible while I bought the book. So, yeah, for some people, they just have different limits, and it might she might mm. he may not be comfortable discussing it with you in public. So you got to be mindful that even if you're really open about it, for other people it might be difficult. And I'd also say, as a man, I do again. I also bring this up a lot. Don't think it's easy for us to overwrite. You know that. There's a there's there's a there's a belief that men just want sex all the time and that we don't have any guilt or shame around it. That's absolutely not true. It if you're if you're bringing up stuff about wanting to be a little, particularly a little, and the the person has never even thought about BDSM, it's going to be a shock. You're basically saying to your partner, "Hey, I want you to treat me like a child." They're going to think, "Whoa, what you know? What is this? Is this legal?" Is it, how do I, how do I even begin to do this? Is it what I want? I'm nervous about normal sex and now I've got to do all this stuff on top. So it can be a real jarring. So you've really got to help your partner get into it. We do have a whole section in our course, The Art of Submission, which is for submissives who are beginners, maybe even even intermediates. And it's called harnessing, the whole module is on harnessing your submissive energy. And it's about how to, Put yourself into a submissive mindset and use your energy to to bring their, your partner into more of their dominant energy. And I explain it with the, a rubber band analogy. You know, if you've got a rubber band to create sexual tension in a DS or any relationship, uh, one of the partners has to move away or both have to move away from each other. So if you want more, if you want your partner to be more dominant, you can either get them to be more dominant or you can become more submissive. Mm-hmm. And if you become more submissive, you move away, that rubber band gets stretched. They will feel that tension and it may, well, it makes them more dominant relative to you anyway, but they also may step into their dominance a little bit more. So yeah, overall, make sure you do, you find out, you explain to them what is it about this that you really like? Why do you want them to do this stuff to you? Try and find some commonalities. What's in it from them? what's in it for them, pick some better ways, places maybe to talk about it. And maybe being a little might be might be a bit extreme for them. So you might need to start with some of the more basic stuff and then move into that. But uh, yeah, and join our Discord server because I'm sure there's lots of people who would be talking about that and love to help you Yeah, well. they give some really good advice people on there. And it's amazing the sort of conversations that I'll just see on the different feeds. And I'm exactly. like, whoa, I've never thought about that before. Especially for, I think, the dynamics that we have less experience in or have no interest in. We have several, you know, budgeting communities and conversations happening about like primal play, a master slave. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. A couple There's channels for, for all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to join it. Don't just go to Discord and then sign up because you have to be verified to get in because we want it to be a safe space. So please go to kinkyevents.co.uk and then in the menu, you'll find community and then a link to join the DS community. You fill in a short form and you have to submit a photo and answer some questions about consent so we know everyone's at least who they say they are and not catfishing and then you get into the server. There you go. So there we go. We hope you've enjoyed that. We've kept that shorter 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 and sweeter shorter and, shorter sweeter. and chaotic longer is not always better <sniffs> yeah see you can have some fun with shorter ones we hope you've enjoyed it yeah. so until next time lots of love and spanks 
See from you guys. Chief and Wane. Bye. You're listening to Chief from kinkyevents.co.uk, helping you create the dom sub dynamic you've always fantasized about.